What is up, y'all? This is Claire, and this is episode six of the Road to Competitor podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about accountability, why it is important for competing and being part of the bodybuilding world, and some different aspects of it that might help you with that accountability. So, first of all, why is it so important? Well, without accountability to ourselves or to our coaches or even to our clients or family members, we won't reach our goals. That's it. If you or your coach uh, do not hold you accountable, the goal of getting on stage and bringing the best package possible, it, it just won't happen. So your coach assigns a meal plan or macros and it's not your coach's responsibility to go grocery shopping with you to prepare your meals to feed you and control what goes into your mouth. That is where the accountability comes on your part. So your coach creates a game plan for you. They do the hard part. They put the legwork in to actually give you a foolproof plan to get you to the stage, to your goal, right? Like that's the goal that you and your coach have set for you. But when it comes down to it, It is up to you to do the X amount of time of cardio that they assigned, to do the training split that they assigned, to eat the foods that they assign, or to eat within the macros that they assign. And understanding that there's also another level of accountability there with um, if you have a macro plan or a meal plan is if they assigned a certain protein source um, in that meal plan, for example, you don't trade that protein source out without clearing it with them because, again, it's a, an accountability issue. And then vice versa, if you're on macros, understanding that no, not every macro is the same. So if you're trying to fit a pint of Ben & Jerry's in your macros, that's going to affect you a whole lot differently than, say, a bowl of oats with some berries or... Um, even a whole grain piece of toast with some almond butter on it, it is all going to affect you differently. And so you have to look at that as a level of accountability as well. Just because you want something doesn't mean it's going to be the best thing for your goals. And even if it does fit within those macros, if you're on a macro plan, is it really the best thing for you? And so you have to go um, through the want versus need um, categorization as well. So what is accountability exactly? It is delivering on a commitment that was made to yourself or to somebody else. In this case, we're talking about competing, Um, whether it is your prep season or your uh, I, I, well, I wouldn't even say prep season, your competition season or your recovery season. You are still prepping for something, but you've made a commitment to yourself to either cut down for a show or to build back up, fix your hormones and gain some muscle and make the improvements that the judges have um, advised you to make and that you and your coach have discussed. The accountability is, you know, also to your coach to fulfill the plan that they've set in place for you. Now, it is 
also the responsibility to a specific outcome. Now that specific outcome would be whatever goal that you set, whether it is a show date, your physique, and then choosing a show date, or let's just say it's your um, recovery season and you have a small cut to do a photo shoot or um, your goal is to gain you know, three pounds of muscle mass. That is your specific outcome that you've now developed a responsibility to achieve. So how can we do this and better hold ourselves accountable um, without falling off the wagon? Well, we need to set clear expectations. So what does that mean? Um, Your coach obviously sets clear expectations for you on what you need to complete every single week or two weeks for check-ins. That is, you might have to fill out a data sheet. I have to fill out a data sheet every week and submit it on Monday morning. I have to take my check-in photos on Monday morning. I have to meet my macros, though, for seven days prior to those check-ins because I get it Monday and it's executed Monday through Sunday and again on Monday once I receive those Uh, protocols. It's executing the cardio. It's executing the training splits. It's executing the rest day, even if we don't feel like we need to take a rest day. The clear expectations are there for implementing the plan that they put in place. Now, in addition to that, if your coach says you will not eat outside of, you know, two grams from the macros that I've set, then you don't eat outside of two grams from the macros that have been set because that is an expectation that your coach has made. You can also set expectations for yourself. And you can do that in the form of, you know, setting out your daily intention list. You know, I am going to hit my steps today. I am going to do my cardio today. I'm going to get my water in today. And set those expectations, which lead up to success in that goal. You have to also determine what your capability is. And so in this capability, you have to determine what your health is like at the time that you decide to compete. And more than likely, what a coach is going to do is they're going to put you into um, some sort of either reverse or maintenance phase so that they can see how your body responds to different foods and different protocols before you actually go into a prep phase. And hand in hand with that, what they will likely do is actually have you get a panel done with your hormones, metabolic rate, and um, thyroid, as well as you know whatever other specifications that they have so they can make sure you are healthy before you start a prep. I would run the other way if a coach tells you to start a prep and does not have you run a panel to see what your levels look like because they could already be low and then putting you into prep and God forbid they put you on something, it can completely screw up your system and that can take years to fix and that can affect your ability to compete during that time and compete successfully. So you also have to determine your skill set. Are you a beginner? Have you just started working out and you're like, I want to look like competitors, but you have no muscle mass. So you have to determine what your skill set is. So um, if you are just starting out and you say, I want to compete one day, 
I would definitely hire a coach, but understand that you are not going to go into a prep phase right away if they are a good coach. What they will do is they will have you actually put on um, muscle mass. You will likely go into a caloric surplus so you can put on that um, skeletal muscle mass. And then they will do likely a cut and then reverse. And then you'll go into a prep because they have to also see then what muscle is put on beneath whatever fat is gained from a caloric surplus. Then you have to think about your mentality. So if you are not in a good place with food, if you are not in a good place mentally, your stress levels are high, it may not be the right time for you to think about competing. I would strongly encourage you to heal your relationship with food and actually hire somebody, whether it's a psychologist or somebody in the competition world to actually help you heal that relationship with food and help you before you go into a prep phase because the prep phase can definitely impact how you see food. Um, you know, if you have the ability to eat without weighing stuff out or whatnot, if, you're, if you are told to do an intuitive eating day, are you able to do that without binging? Think about all of these things before determining if you are going to compete and talk about your, these with your coach as well if you hire one. You also need to be receptive to feedback. If you are constantly defending yourself when somebody criticizes you, but it's constructive criticism to get you to your goals, you will not succeed in this. You need to be willing to listen to them and listen to their critiques in order to make the changes to benefit you in the long run. You also need to have an understanding of what the consequence will be if the goal is not achieved. So if you tell yourself, I'm going to take overall at my first show, honestly, unless your genetics are incredible, it's probably not going to be the case, but in some situations it is. So if you set that expectation for yourself, you also have to determine, well, and without saying, oh, I've already failed, no, you have to determine, well, how am I going to react and what is the game plan going to be if that is the case? So, you know, will you continue to another show? That's another game plan. Will you decide to reverse out of that show and in turn go into a building phase where you can make the changes that the judges might suggest um, and then choose a show the next season? You just have to determine what the consequence will be if the goal is not achieved. Now, accountability may feel like an attack if you are not ready to acknowledge how your actions impact your goals. Let me say that again. Accountability may feel like an attack when you're, act or when you're not ready to acknowledge how your actions impact your goals. So what that means is that every time somebody criticizes you, it is never your fault. You ate too much. Well, it's not your fault you were stressed. You didn't get to the gym. It's not your fault you were busy. Um, you are not ready to acknowledge how those actions are impacting what you want your outcome to be. And so I would say that if you are in that headspace to really figure out why. 
um, and to work on accepting that um, accountability, whether it's accountability to yourself or it is accountability to somebody else. You may need your spouse to hold you accountable, which you may not like, and it may result in some um, tense moments, but they care about you and they're willing to hold you accountable. It can also feel like an attack if you've never been held accountable, which I know is quite frequent for my generation and younger generations because we've been told, well, you, you got to see, so good job. You know, you got to see, so you got a degree. Um, you played on the team, so you got a trophy. You didn't do anything, and you were told congratulations. Um, you know, the trophy generation, you know, you hear everybody talk about it, but that is truly an impact on accountability. People who have been told good job their entire life and never been, have never been held accountable or to any standard, it might feel like an attack to. So what can you do to help the accountability? Again, hire a coach. I've talked about this the entire podcast. Set daily intentions for yourself. List out your major goals and a game plan to get to those major goals. And if need be, have an accountability partner other than your coach and yourself if you need the additional help. So that being said, I hope that this podcast has added value to your life. If you like it, go ahead and leave a review, save it, um, subscribe, and I will talk to you in the next one.